Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Uh, you know, I'm a hugger. I can't, I can't help it anyway. So, well, I'm surprised there's anybody here today. So, but, uh, you know, uh, we're just living in... I don't know, difficult times. I don't know how to say it, what the Lord just put on my heart to the message today. And, you know, <clears throat> just so glad to, you know, I feel like I'm in a uh, time warp. I, I don't know. You know, it's just, it's just hard to, to put everything together. But I do know this. I'm sure glad that uh, we're able to, to reset. And uh, what a day to do that. And we call it the birth of the church, Pentecost. And we're going to, to look into that today. And just <clears throat> some different things, horrible things that are happening in our world. And uh, we're going we're gonna to address those two towards the end of the message. And, uh, you know, I told Jim I want to bring a new series on uh, all things new. What a time to, to realize that uh, having the newness that we need in our life and hope that we need. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> we're going to look at uh, Acts and the birth of the church in just a minute. But, you know, I, I had to got to say a few things about when I was working on the messages and I would go down to Ben and Lori's house and we would uh, cut those messages. And, um, you know, I, I, I would have never thought that, I think it was like 12 weeks. I mean, it was just unbelievable. Anyways, that being said, uh, the, the one message out of the 12 different videos and message sermons, whatever you want to say, uh, the most response, I thought I would share that with you, the, the most response that I got on the video were... Uh, <laughs> the one that I said, instead of being uh, a couple weeks or going to be Easter, we're going to be able to get back here, uh, when the governor said that it's going to be a couple months, and I sat down at my kitchen table and ate about six double-stuffed Oreo cookies. <laughs> and I had, what is it? I don't know about that. I had more comments on that part of the message than anything. What is wrong with people? But, uh, you know, anyway, so I'm so thankful, and we'll get in the message, that uh, it is unbelievable you can ask Pastor Ben that how the Lord was able to just buy just a, an iPhone and sit there and be able to share God's word and bring it into the homes and bring it through YouTube or Facebook. I'm so grateful that we're able to do that. But, you know, uh, I want to say something to our, our church family that, that's not here today, and then we'll open his word. I want you to know, it, and, and please, it's perfect. I mean, I want you to be comfortable. And I want you to, to come here when it's time that you feel, whether it's bringing your little ones or, or whether you're older, uh, you can still continue to, to view on, on YouTube. And I'm, again, so grateful for the, the venues that we have to do that. But please let your uh, City Church 
family know that we're just glad anyway that they can fellowship together. And we want you to feel comfortable before you come. Please do not let the devil make you feel guilty in some way. We know in Christ Jesus, God's word tells us there is now therefore no condemnation in Christ Jesus. That's who we are in him. Well, we're going to look at the, it, what Pentecost means today and what is that all about and, and uh, why did we want to meet today, this May 31st. Uh, in 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm already heading to the last part of the message. In, uh, in, in Acts chapter 2, we're going to look at verses 1 through 4. And uh, before we do that, let's pray. Father, I'm just so grateful Jesus, that uh, even today, as many people that we have here, Lord, thank you that we're able to worship you today. And of all days, this May 31st is Pentecost Sunday. So we just pray that you would speak to the hearts of those that are here, those that are our church family that are watching by uh, YouTube or Facebook or whatever video venue. We're so grateful, our church app. Lord, just... Uh, take this message today for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, in Acts chapter 2, uh, we're going to see what the day of Pentecost, what, what is that all about? You know, people say Pentecost, what is that? Well, let me give you a background. We have to go back to, uh, all the way back to the Old Testament when there was Passover. Remember, the, the Egyptians were so uh, persecuting God's people and finally they were able to leave and they were able to leave, which we know called the death angel passed over all those that night that they fled for their freedom out of Egypt, uh, God's people, uh, the Israelites. And that's how we have today still celebrated the Passover. The death angel passed over. Finally, Pharaoh said once and for all, the firstborn has is, is died of all of Egypt. We want you out of here. Go, leave. And they had their freedom. And so they celebrate Passover. Uh, we know every year to celebrate that feast, being so thankful that they have their freedom. God gave that to them. And the death angel passed over, and it's Passover. Well, what does Pentecost have to do with Passover? It's a feast celebration. It's a twofold meaning. And what happened with Passover for, for uh, tied together when it comes together with Pentecost, why were they in Jerusalem? They were there to remember what God has done for them. You know, if there's one thing we can learn from the Jewish people, it is their celebration of feasts and remembrance of what God did for them. You know, we can learn from that. We as believers, we can learn uh, what the Lord has done. And so that Pentecost tied in also has a twofold meaning. They were there to celebrate a feast. So there was thousands and thousands of Jewish people from all over the land in the city of Jerusalem. This is amazing how the Lord sets things up. And they were all there, the Jewish people, on that day of Pentecost. Well, Pentecost also means 50. 50 days after Passover. Well, we also, now we celebrate the birth of the church 
it's here today. We are actually, if you will, 50 days. That's what's so important about worshiping, getting the church restarted again. It is 50 days after the resurrection. Jesus told the disciples, go and wait for there will be power from on high that will come. Don't leave, don't leave this room. Don't leave Jerusalem till you have gained that power. Jesus told them that. Now, don't uh, get this mixed up. But 10 days before the rushing of the Holy Spirit came in, 10 days before that, Jesus told them, watch, wait, wait for this power that will come upon you. So we celebrate Pentecost uh, because we know as believers of the church, the, the Holy Spirit, let me just emphasize again why they were all there. They were all there, twofold meaning. It was also at that same time, the law had been given in the Old Testament. And it was a celebration of the Jewish people receiving the law from Moses. And they were there to celebrate that and also the feast of the harvest. You know, we take for granted. I, I mean, isn't it amazing what we, we've been through? And uh, most of us never, ever experienced ever a shortage on anything. And I know what you're thinking, the shortage that we had on, and I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> but think about it. We, we've never experienced a shortage, really, if you will, in our lifetime of food that we can remember. Now, think about this. They were so grateful for their harvest, they would have a celebration of the, of the wheat harvest. So it was a combination of the giving the law and the wheat harvest. So you can see that feast, thousands and thousands, stay with me now, were there in Jerusalem, all the Jewish people, to celebrate their feast. God makes no mistakes in his timing. We're here today. 50 days after the resurrection, according to God's word. And we know, according to what we're going to read in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Some theologians believe that there was the rushing wind was so powerful and got everyone's attention in Jerusalem because it came down through the city, this rushing wind, this powerful wind that they've never experienced, and entered into where the disciples were, those 120 disciples. And they were there, and they were waiting. All Jerusalem was now wondering, what is this powerful, mighty wind? This is important. And they went there to see this day of Pentecost that we celebrate today, the birthday, the Holy Spirit, the local church, why we are here, that Holy Spirit that you have today to give you hope in this terrible time that we live in. What does God's word continue to say? And suddenly there came a sound from heaven 
as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, one set upon each one of them. I, I think this is important to stop for a minute and think. What, what do, uh, in, in this verbiage, in this actual speaking of this time, the tongues of fire, tongues represent communication. We communicate. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. Think about that. Those tongues that we see, I love what it says, says they were, it was resting on each one of them. You know, the day that you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell within you. God is no respecter, rich, prestigious in society. You get a better place in line. That's how not we see, we know God doesn't work that way. We know that we see, and let me finish here, that there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and set upon each one of them. Tongues of fire. I want you to know Jesus said, wait. That's the hardest thing for us to do, isn't it? What are you going through right now? What's going to happen with my job? What does this look like for our kids? What's going on in our world, in our society? What is happening? God gives us here, we are reminded on this birthday of the Holy Spirit coming to church. Jesus said, this is the most important thing. Never get off track from this, what the Holy Spirit does. Because what Jesus says is always the most important thing. And he said to them, wait for the power. Ben, Ben, where are you? Where did you take my phone? Boy, is this going to go viral. Jeez. I turned it off. This is on mute. Oh, I can't believe it. Jeez. You know, my, my daughters and all the staff, it is a running jumpy. I do not you just experienced, do not know anything about technology. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm going to get phone calls all week about this. <laughs> oh, anyway, we're a church family. All right, we're going to keep going here. All right, I need a drink of water after that. Man. <laughs> oh, somebody's going to have to explain that to me anyways. Jesus said the most important thing that the Holy Spirit does. He even talks about a comforter. He talks about giving us direction. The most important thing that he does and shows us, Jesus said, power. Now, why is that so important? Because Jesus said, when you go to all the world through the Holy Spirit that I've given you to reach this world and to give them hope, in the time that we're living in, it's not just power. See, the devil has power. 
But when Jesus says, I give you my power, he said, when you go to all the world to give them hope, I give you my authority. There is authority with the power that is given to you and to me. Always know, no matter what is happening in your life, you and I have to give the devil permission. If a guy out there is cheating on his wife, he has given the devil permission. If he just says, as a believer, very basic, no, I'm going to do that. My marriage needs too much to me. I'm going to be faithful and follow the Lord. The devil flees because he might have power, but he doesn't have authority. Always know that the power that you get through the Holy Spirit has authority. The authority that no matter what is taking place, no matter what you see and I see happening in our world today, no matter what we're going to hear on the news tomorrow, know that God has authority to watch over you and your family in this time that we're living in. We need to hold on to that power that completely dwells within us. Jesus says it's so powerful that when I leave, when he was here on the earth, yes, he could go from one place to another and all of a sudden he'd show up in one city and he'd be in another city. But he told the disciples, when the Holy Spirit comes, I will never leave you. I will always be with you. And now more than ever, we need that. We're going to close in just a minute. The Holy Spirit, as we see, came in such a powerful way on the birthday of the church, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, it came to give life. It came to give those of that day hope. And what the Holy Spirit did when all those different disciples, I get it now, there's not just Jewish people in the cities, there's people from all over the world. There's people from all kinds of different dialects and languages and all those different things. And they just happened to be there that day. And the Holy Spirit came on all those disciples. And they were able to speak to all those people in their own language. They said, this has to be of God. We, how... This doesn't make sense. And, and not only when they speak to us, there's something that I feel that I've, I've never felt before. And Peter went on even after that. And we see that 3,000 people through the conviction of the Holy Spirit were added to the church. It is no different today. What happened 2,000 years ago and the birth of the church and the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. And the Holy Spirit came to this world and to never leave until the end times. That's a whole nother message. But I want you to know as we look at this last verse today and I close, I want you to know that we are living in some very difficult times. I don't have to belabor that point. And we're going to look at this last verse, but I hope that I have brought across to you today in this time that we're living in that the Holy Spirit 
please never underestimate Christ in you, the hope of glory. Please don't estimate, don't underestimate that power that you have in your life. 24 hours a day till Jesus takes you home. That Holy Spirit will always show you. It is so powerful. He says, I will give you the spirit of wisdom. In other words, you might not know what to do in your life. You don't know what's going on. But the Holy Spirit will say, even if you don't know what to do, just as, a whole, just as the believers of that day, the disciples waited in that room. Wait. You wait because you have hope. And the Holy Spirit will direct your life. Let's close with this verse today. We're going to look at 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verses 17 and 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 17 and 18. For our light affliction was but for a moment is working for us as far more an exceedingly an eternal weight of glory. You know, as we look at God's word today, I want you to know that we have hope. I wanted to read that before I close with this other verse. You might not understand what's happening what's going on in our world. I don't understand what some of you have gone through. I don't understand what we're living in right now. But I know as a believer that we have such responsibility that, well, let me just read it again. Therefore, well, I want to, I want to, not get ahead of myself for our light affliction which is but for a moment is working for us a far more exceedingly an eternal weight of glory this is a difficult time in our world first of all you personally we don't know what's going to happen who would have ever thought since the inception of the church since the day of Pentecost We've never seen a time that the churches couldn't meet. And many of them are still not meeting. God's people not being able to meet on Sunday? Uh, that, to me, really is some type, if I can say it this way, uh, I want to be careful, but uh, we've not had the clarity that, that I would have liked to see and have. And... I hope that there is more clarity to where we as churches can work together, uh, even with our, uh, with our government. And I'll leave it at that because there's something I want to close with that's even more important than that today. And I, I wrestled with this so much that I, I usually takes me quite a few hours to speak, or to study, to speak. And um, I had to reroll completely my message again. So it was like double, and I'm, I, I just felt I had to talk about what happened in Minneapolis. And so I want to read this first, and then I want to talk about that. 
2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I'm sorry, chapter 5. I'm going back to chapter 4 again. Chapter 5. You know, I didn't plan it this way, but the Lord put this verse in here uh, at the end of this week. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Never forget the day that you accepted Jesus as your Savior. Completely new. If you're here today and the devil tries to beat you up over your past, I want you to know every time he brings it up, you say, through the blood of Jesus Christ, I have been forgiven. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to him through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Uh, as far as we, it's so hard to talk about when you saw the video, and we know 99% of police officers are God-fearing people, and they, they love Jesus. But you know if you've been coming to City Church for any amount of time, you know that uh, I'm going to talk about what's happening in our world. And um, we saw uh, an innocent black person. Well, we know that from what we understand was murdered, and I'll leave it at that. All of you know, and you've seen the video, and we don't have to belabor that point. And from horrible, we need to pray for the family uh, of that young black man who was murdered. And. And since then, the riots that we've seen across our country, we are living in some dark times in the United States of America. Our world, our country is on fire. We might not want to admit that, but I look at you and I that we have an awesome responsibility to have a ministry as far as city church, we, every one of us, a ministry of reconciliation. We can pass all the laws that we want to, but until someone's heart is changed, it's just not going to work. Any aspect of any person in society it's a heart change. The Holy Spirit that we talked about today can change the hearts of anyone. And through that, we have hope. And I believe in this horrible time that we're living in. I don't know what I'm going to see. You know, I close this on the news this week, and I don't know what you're going to see. But I know the responsibility that the Holy Spirit has within us that we might not have all the answers, but we have the most important answer. And that is to be able to change someone's heart through the power of the Holy Spirit. And you never know where that person might have been headed. And now they are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Let's bow our heads today for prayer.
it's kind of tough to talk about what I shared with at the end of the message today. And You know, we're a church family, and, and we're here for each other, and we're also here to make a difference in our city, in our country, in our country. Needs you and needs me. Our city, our government, our, our president. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. And I know you don't either, but I know Jesus Christ can give us hope through the authority and the power of the Holy Spirit. It is so good to be back here today and even feel God's presence to know that Jesus is here he's here for you he's here for me he's here for our country he's here for the lost he's here for the world and Jesus is the answer that this world is looking for if you don't know Christ as your Savior, we're going to ask you at this time. And if you want to come forward, and I can pray with you. And we're going to stand and give it an invitation song. It's, it's been always does. Father, we come to you today. Lord, if, Lord, we, Lord, I'm at a loss for words in some ways. I love our country. Lord, we, we love our nation. And Lord, we pray for our nation. But Father, it has changed to one person the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask right now if there's someone here that either listening or, or watching or here right now that is, we stand as we always do every week. There's someone here. We never want to leave this place without giving them an opportunity to find you as their Savior. So, Lord, we ask it today in the power of the name of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, that through your death and your resurrection, people accept you today, they can have hope and eternal life in heaven. Father, we ask you, if there's someone here, may they come forward today and pray with them and they can find heaven as their home. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. 
Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.